You're listening to the NYY Sports Talk podcast hosted by Christian and Chris. Head to nyysportstalk.com to subscribe to the show and check out the fan shop so you can swag up on great NYYST apparel. Stay on top of all the latest with the New York Yankees, including breaking news, in-game updates, and incredible fan giveaways by following on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. It's now time to talk Yankees baseball. Welcome back. This is episode 58 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast presented to you by BrandonRandiniFitness.com. BrandonRandiniFitness.com, where fitness and lifestyle go hand in hand. I feel like I said that backwards, but does it really matter? It doesn't really it matter. It doesn't really matter. I'm your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You? And Stack Guy Ryan. What up? Fellas, here we are, 4.30, Sunday afternoon, recording episode 58 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast. Yanks just wrapped up a 2-1 to one extra inning victory over the Toronto Blue Jays. Take the series two games to one. New high watermark now. Are they 29 games over now? I believe so, pal. Second series in a row, right? That they dropped game one and won the next two? Yeah. Also, since they got swept by the Tampa Bay Rays and everybody doomed the entire season, the Yankees have won four consecutive series. Right. And outside of that series and the series against the Rangers, the last series they lost before that was, I believe, when Tyler Austin and Joe Kelly had a had a brawl. I think that was the last series they lost before that Texas series. Am I wrong on that? Nah. Did they lose that? Right. Did they lose that series in Kansas City? Excuse me. No, they won that. Series they won that Kansas series. City. Well, Not we have yet. a stack guy for a reason here, so maybe True. he can confirm that maybe. for us. Maybe. For some reason, all three of us are doing this show in sunglasses today, yeah, even though see. we're in the house. It's not a. It, I like it. It's a fashion statement. It is, but no one can see us. Maybe we can get my wife in here to take a picture of us and put it on Twitter. Mm, maybe. Anyway, uh, unfortunately, we have to start off the show with a cloud. Get it? A dark one. Get it, cloud? A dark one. Sonny Gray again implodes after just two innings. Friday night gives up five runs and... Yeah. He's right. Since the Boston series. So they crazy. won. It's it's It really is. That's insane. Have they only lost four series this season? I believe so, right? Oh. They've only lost four series this season. I'm on it. Uh, and then the Baltimore series at home, which I think the is Baltimore the Baltimore series at home, which is, if I'm not mistaken, is their only series loss at the Bronx in the Bronx this year. Wow. wow, they lost that series. They lost a series to the Red Sox. They lost the series to the Rangers. They lost a series to the Rays. I cannot think of any other series that they've lost. They've t- they've tied yeah, quite they a bit. Split def- they've split uh, some four game and two. They gamers. didn't lose that first series against Toronto. No, that was a four gamer. They split. Yeah, I think you might be right. We'll we'll get we'll get to that. Let's get to what we need to though right now, because this is obviously important. Yeah, that's it. Wow, four series. Before we get into Sunny, let's just wrap up this. Everybody wants to be like all like antsy, like all oh, Boston, but. Dude, the Yankees are winning every single series they play. What more could you want them to do? They can't control. And they're tied in the loss column. Look, honestly, they cannot control what other teams do. When you go out there and you play Boston, you got to beat them. And, and the Yankees have won two series against Boston this year to only one loss. So they're doing that. You can sit here and tell me that the Red Sox are the best team in baseball. That's fine. I don't agree with you, but I'm also not going to argue with you. I, you can't argue that. You though. can't. You cannot argue. I just said that. I'm not. I don't agree with you. I'm not going to argue with you. However, the Yankees look pretty good when they play them. No, I mean when they face up head to head. That's as really, long as Sonny Gray isn't pitching. <laughs> I mean that's your best evaluation of of two teams is how they match up, and I think the Yankees just overpower the Red Sox. So I mean. You can flip out all you want that the Red Sox don't lose. Trust me, they piss me off more than any team. I I checked the score and they're winning by the first inning. Last night they fell down three nothing because David Price hit a bunch of guys. He he hit three guys in one inning, walked in a couple runs, and they win that what game going away. I think the the final was what fifteen to three last night. Yeah, it was it was a high scoring game. 
Yeah, they're winning now, 2-5-3. And they were losing all game. Mm-hmm. They were losing all game 3-2. to two. They're the most frustrating team ever. They just don't lose. Yeah. But guess what? The Yankees don't lose either. Yankees don't lose either. They have the same amount of losses. It sh- you texted me this before, and, and it outraged me that... Who was it? ESP- oh, Fox. Fox said the Astros and the Red Sox are the two best teams in baseball because they were the first to 60 wins. Guess what? They've played what? Four or five games more than the Yankees? Boston played four, and uh, the Houston's played five more games than the Yankees. So, <laughs> I mean, it's horseshit. And the Yankees are also one of only two teams in Major League Baseball that don't have 30 losses yet. Right. So, you tell me who's best. Give me yeah. a break. Like I said, we can pick those two teams out of a hat, and I would, can't. you can't argue one way or against who's better right now. You just can't. It's just gonna Nor come should down. you. It's going to come down to the head-to-head. It's going to come down to those final left. three games. I would be shocked beyond all belief if that series, if the division's decided before those final three games in Boston. Yeah, I mean, it's looking like it. Unless Sonny Gray continues to take starts for the New York Yankees. Right. Because it's getting to the point now where something has to be done. And Aaron Boone, after the game on Friday night, when asked... Is he going to remove Sonny Gray from the rotation? Said that it's not something they're looking to do before the All-Star break. Which was AKA, we're going to take that week to really evaluate what we can do here. Can't keep throwing him out. So if Sonny pitches Wednesday, he's not going to face the Indians. That takes him out of the equation for facing the Indians. So that's his last start before the All-Star break. Right. Did you know that despite never missing a start, Sonny Gray does not have enough innings pitched to be a qualified starter? This season. This season. I was going to say because he's yeah, been injured. Season, yeah, this season. That's insane. Are you kidding so he, me? He's not even eligible for. Is that for statistics. real? Yeah, it's for real. Dude, he's pitched 4.1 innings in his last two starts. Oh, my God. I mean, he's gotten the Yankees literally. He's gotten the Yankees not 13 about- outs in his last two starts and given up. What did he give up in the Red Sox game? Did he give up six? I think it was six. six. He's given up 11 runs in 4.1 innings. Over the course of his last 21 innings, he's given up 21 runs. But you know what? That's not what bothers me. Them losing with Sonny Gray on the mound isn't what bothers me. What bothers me is the amount of innings this guy is pitching. And really, that's when it's not just Sonny Gray hurting Sonny Gray. It's Sonny Gray hurting his teammates. Every single time he goes out there now, we're supposed to be in the bullpen by the third inning. Well, it hurt them against Boston because they had to dip into guys that they probably didn't want to use in in a game like that. Like uh, Holder. Holder and Warren. It was only five runs against Toronto. Oh, only. Sorry. No. Two, no, I was saying two. in Boston. I know only. Yeah, got, Boston uh, was six. Boston was I six. He gave up four in the one. first, two in the second. And then that and then he came out for the third, got an out, I believe, and that was it. But did he get he might have been on the hook for a seventh run against Boston. They didn't score until oh, so hold, later in the somebody game. Somebody came in and held him. Alright, whatever. Ryan will look that up. But they didn't score until later in the game when it became uh nine. Yeah, it was six. But it didn't really hurt them Friday because David Hale came in and gave him five and two thirds innings. Was that not the most impressed you've been with David Hale? Yeah, and where no, is he now? Unemployed. <laughs> I mean, we haven't seen him a lot, but he actually looked pretty good. Yeah, the fans got to calm down, though, with uh, David Hale love. I understand that he came in there and he gave the Yankees a shot you know to what? win the game, but you know what? Man? If you're going to make a roster move, you're not going to send away Sonny Gray to keep David Hale. I'm sorry, it's just not. You know what, happen. man? I'm so over the fans that are you. You know, you use the word reactionary, and that's all it is. Someone, and this is why I got pissed off uh, after Sonny Gray's start against Boston. I said, I didn't want to see him pitch for this team anymore. And I talked about this in, a, in another pod. I, someone called me reactionary. I said, it's not reactionary after 27 starts. 27 starts and the guy has a 7-plus home ERA. That's not reactionary. Reactionary is David Hale coming in and throwing, what, four, five, five and two-thirds solid innings. And you saying you want him to... Take Sonny Gray's place in the rotation. That's being idiotic and reactionary. 
Boone said that part of the reason why they're keeping Gray on is they feel like they don't have any better options at this point, which honestly I tend to agree with. If look, sure. take this before you have a heart attack over there. Take this with the knowledge that the Yankees do not want to call up Justice Sheffield, so take him off the table. Th- then you know what? You know why they don't want to call him up? I said this five six weeks ago because they're going to trade him. That's the only reason logical reason that I could think of that he's not up right now. They are trying to make a big move with Justice Sheffield and is being that part wrong? of that package. Is that wrong? Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. But don't sit here and tell me they're not going to try and move him. Maybe not try I didn't and say move that they him. Were Maybe not. not try. They're not trying to trade Justice Sheffield. But if the right opportunity presents itself, see ya. Alright, because you know, you know in your heart of hearts, if they're going to make a move to get a legitimate ace on this ball club, whether it be uh, Jacob DeGrom or Madison Bumgarner or God, Drury, Brandon Drury willing, (laughs) Max Scherzer, they have to trade Justice Sheffield. Okay, you can't just throw Max Scherzer's name in and not preface it by why you just said that. I've heard a couple of rumblings that maybe the Washington Nationals might be sellers, and then there was a report out that the Yankees and Nats have been talking, but grain of salt, I have not been able to verify that with any reliable sources. It's just something that I saw tweeted, brought it up to these guys, so don't listen to this pod and say, NYY Sports Talk said, we didn't say anything. It's something I saw from another account. I have not seen anybody reliable tweeted as of this point. I'm so telling you right now. It was just us kind of like get letting our heads go I'm in, telling in you the right crowds. Now. You want to take NYY Sports Talk to the next level? I'm telling you right now. You want to erroneously we, report no, something? No, no, Because I got murdered yesterday of, for not knowing listen, that CeCe Sabathia got listen, ejected instead of Aaron Boone. So you want to erroneously report that Max Jones is no, no, coming no, no, to the Yankees? Listen, hear me out. Who knew 12 hours before the news was ever broken uh, that Aaron Boone was hired as the manager? We had a source on that. Okay. Uh, who knew 24 hours before Giancarlo Stanton was even noted about talking to the Yankees that the Yankees traded for him? We had a source on that also. If our source comes out and says that Max Scherz is a Yankee, I'm dropping it. Telling you right now, uh, yeah. After being two for two, I would probably. I'm dropping it, and, and and this source usually tells us, you know, don't drop anything. I it's not 100 percent, blah blah. But I'm gonna ask him respectfully how sure he is, and if he's okay with me dropping it, and we're dropping it. And you know what? If it fails, we're gonna have a lot of heat that we're gonna have to take. But if it doesn't. We've just truly legitimized ourselves. Any big trade that happens at the deadline, I'm doing that if we hear a source on it. So speaking of sources, I did reach out to Brian Hoke today, since a lot of fans want to send Sonny Gray to AAA. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brian said that uh, Sonny does have two options remaining. But And I'll quote him here, because he didn't say that we couldn't use it. It's <laughs> um, pretty much what you've been saying I don't know, for how long now? This is from Brian Hoke. So, you know, if you're not going to take my word for it, take his. Um, He said, irrelevant, though, because he's not getting sent down. (laughs) Right. That was Brian Hoke's exact words to us. And like we said, what what is sending him down going to do anyway? Hey, go work on your stuff in AAA. You could either A, get shelled and completely ruin yourself. And I don't or make, B, gain false confidence and come back up and get Sheldon in the majors. And I'm not making light of suicide at all whatsoever. It's a very serious problem. But would you not have to put Sonny Gray on, on a possible suicide watch if he got destroyed in AAA? Like, what would that do to him? If we're being completely serious about this right now, it's one thing that does bother me about players like him. Because you can tell how much he's affected by it. And you kind of just sit there like, is this guy completely depressed? Like, 
how are you happy right now going out in your job with, with what he said? <laughs> with what he said, like, this team's great four out of five days, then I come out there. I mean, that's putting a lot of weight on your shoulders. And that's not easy to deal with. But I you mean, said you respect him more for saying that than saying, well, I had really good stuff today. He says it like this, and I thought my stuff was really How good many, today. You know, I heard him shilling Mercedes-Benz on the and fan I do. today. Oh, no. Listen, this is How really... How many cars do you think he really sold now? This is really funny right now. Yeah. Someone <laughs> tweets us the other day, uh, Lexus of Englewood needs to... Needs to find a new Yankee to. I thought it was Mercedes. I thought no. it was showing Mercedes. Lexus of Englewood. No. He might be Mer- Mercedes also, but on the fan, he does a Lexus of Englewood yeah, commercial. F- I heard the commercial during the game today. So, my buddy actually owns Lexus of Englewood. So, I retweeted the tweet to him and I said, Hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. How do you feel about this? The next time I hear a Lexus of Englewood commercial, it's John Minko. It's not Sonny Gray anymore. Come on down to Lexus of Englewood. <laughs> We can't get a paid sponsorship deal? Your friend owns a friggin' car dealership? I maybe could. Really? I'll talk to him. Yeah, talk He's a fan him. of the show. Well, hey, guy, you I'll know. I'll do it as that uh, his, his dad's on I'm Carmine DeMeo, owner of Lexus of Angle. Of the DeMeo crime family? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. NY White Sports Talk. <laughs> Presented by... But, like, would you buy a Lexus if Sonny Gray was telling you to? What if you bought a Lexus? I'd buy it and total it. What if you bought a a Lexus because Sonny Gray told you to, and then he turned out to be this crap pitcher? (laughs) Then you you probably wouldn't feel comfortable. You drive it it into a lake. All right, let's get back on track here. All right, so you're the guy that that wants to tweet the Yankees have to release Sonny Gray, and I'm the guy that has to write an article about why the Yankees are not going to release Sonny Gray. So let's just before you re, you you respond and you're you know you can obviously say your piece, but Ryan and I Ryan was actually the one that got me into this line of thinking here. Well, not that I ever thought that they were going to release Sonny Gray, but Ryan and I kind of worked through the steps on this here. Sonny Gray has two years of control left on the season. He makes about six million dollars a year, and honestly, if he goes into arbitration this year, he's probably going to get a get a decrease. Probably. <laughs> Probably the union wouldn't allow it, but he's not going to get a he's not going to get a raise. No. So you're talking about a guy who makes six million dollars a year with two years of control left, and let's be honest, Aaron Boone talks about it all the time. I don't think he's just blowing smoke up Sonny's ass. Sonny's got really good stuff. Now the results aren't there, but he's not a guy that goes out there with an 89 mile an hour fastball and a looping curveball. Okay. He throws 95. He's got a really good hook. He just, for whatever reason, he's not putting it together. Okay. Teams don't release players they have under control that are cost-controlled like that. Okay. Right. Okay. What do you want me to fight you on? That's If that's your way of thinking, fine. I personally think Cashman's ego will take more of a hit by trading for him. I think it would take absolutely oh, no. no. I don't think so. Okay. You salvage what you can get. Yeah, you got to salvage this player. This you player tweet, still you guys has tweeted it. Look, this player still has value in the trade market. I keep saying that he's not going to fetch you. You can't use him as the headline pitcher if you're trying to get Jacob Degrom. But and this was the perfect guy that I tweeted you guys today. You can trade him for Nathan Navaldi if you really wanted to. No way. I think so. You don't mean you mean to you tell said me Navaldi's a free agent after this season. I believe right? so. He's got tell me what the Rays signed him to a two-year deal, and yeah. I believe that he spent tell all me, last year rehab. Tell me what the Rays gain by doing that. They have a pitcher under control for two more years yeah, that have, doesn't make any money. They have a guy they could slot in their rotation and not have to worry about. The it. Rays are always looking for how cheaper. many years do they have Navaldi? He's under. a free agent at the end of the season. That's what I'm saying. The Yankees can find. Not saying that. But Nathan what did the Rays gain out of that? They, they don't have a baseball team. Exactly. They don't have a baseball so they can, team. They have a filler guy. That why they... wouldn't you trade Evaldi for a couple, even if it's lower level prospects? Why yeah, would you just trade him for Sonny Gray? What would that make sense? Because don't how would the, that make sense? It makes sense on the Rays' perspective. Why? Because they need starting pitching. Oh my god! So then sign Evaldi again. But 
They don't need anything right now. They need to rebuild. Don't you think they want to at least be competitive next year and, and have guys that can compete? Then you sign Evaldi. But they got Sonny Gray now. Sonny Gray fucking sucks. Not to the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes, he sucks to anyone, Christian. You're yeah. going to keep him in the AL East? Come on. Evaldi, Evaldi's making $2 million right now. But I think... Hold on. I hold think he'd be in line to make much more than that. If he, he would get a raise off. Yeah, 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 a little, little bit. Sonny Gray's making $6.5 million a year. Tell me he can't sign Ivaldi for that, if not a little less, and he's a much more competent pitcher than Sonny Gray is. Get, get more than that. I think a team would Who? give him... Ivaldi uh, will give will get $8 million, 8 to $10 million a year. I'm even, saying that's the type of that. trade that you can look... I'm not saying Ivaldi is is the only trade you can make. I'm saying that's the type of trade that you look at to trade Sonny Gray. I think you trade Sonny Gray just to get rid of him and say you got something back. Yeah, Nathan Evaldi. No, that's way the too Yankees much. Are, all right, that's first, way too much. The you're Yankees the Rays. Are, you're not going to give up Nathan Evaldi for Sonny Gray. You're then what are you going to... First of all, what, if you're the Rays and the Yankees if offer... If you're the Rays okay. and, the, and, the, and the Yankees offer Sonny Gray, you know who I'm going to? I'm going to either AA or AAA and giving you two or three lower-level prospects. Plain and simple. So the Rays would rather take a single-A guy that may never make it to the big leagues or a guy that's making no relatively no money that they can sign the rotation for the next two years. I don't understand what you're saying. I, clearly, because you keep arguing me on it. So if the Yankees, who are scouting Nathan Involdi because there's been interest in him, and rightfully so because the guy's throwing the ball well, number the peripheral numbers don't look good. High whip, uh, ERA's over four, but... You know, he took, he's been taking a couple no hitters in the seventh. The stuff seems there. Pitched well against the Yankees the last time they faced him. So he's a guy that if your option is him or Sonny Gray or, you know, another back in the rotation guy, he's a guy worth looking at. So you mean to tell me the Rays, the Tampa Bay Rays are going to take a single A guy or two that may never make it to the big leagues over Sonny Gray, who makes no. relatively no money. No, 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 no. I'm telling you what the Rays are going to give up to get Sonny Gray. They are not going to give up Nathan Avaldi to get Sonny Gray. They're going to dip into their lower-level prospects. Why are they going to trade their prospects? They wouldn't. <laughs> but you're making a senseless trade right now for Sonny Gray when you're trying to rebuild your team. What, he's under two years of control so he could suck for two more years under your control? How do you know he's going to suck? Because he's not a good pitcher, Christian. It's over with. It's done. It's not done. It's done. It's. I'm telling you right now, he could be salvaged in another te- with another team. Not in the AL East. Maybe not there. Then trade him to Cincinnati for Matt Harvey. I, I still... Listen, the Reds get Matt Harvey, right? He's now worth something again. Why are you going to give that up for someone who's worth nothing? Because Sonny Gray again, doesn't the Reds, make sense. You're not going to get a serviceable major league baseball player for Sonny Gray right that's now. That's your opinion. You're not. That's you're your just opinion. Not. You're not. I don't tend to agree with that. Okay, we'll see. We'll see who's right. Could very well be you, and that's. I just don't see that happening. You be you be the GM of any other team. Hey, uh, you be the GM of. The Rays. Okay. Okay. Hey, uh, this is Brian Cashman. I'd like Nathan Avaldi. I'll give you Sonny Gray. I would sit there and think about it. Okay, and then what would you say after you thought about it? It depends. I might take the deal. Yeah, you got to remember, hasn't Avaldi had two Tommy John surgeries? Right? So if he has a third, <laughs> so th- that's then you don't somebody, have to worry no, about him. saying sell, that's good for yeah, the Rays. Good that it would, he's a risk Sell Avaldi while he's up. Yeah. For a guy that's under control. All I'm saying is if the Rays are going to make any moves and dish out a guy like Evaldi who has now raised his value again, they're going to use it to get pieces back to rebuild this team. Sonny Gray is not a piece that is going to rebuild your ball club. The Rays don't rebuild. They just keep throwing <laughs> things out there that they look for cheap alternatives all the time. They're probably not even, first of all, you're right, it's stupid to argue the Rays point because by, by the time Sonny Gray would even get there, they're going to do away with starting pitching altogether. <laughs> probably, there. yeah. It's just, it, it, look, a team might take a flyer on Sonny Gray, but I just can't see it happening where you're going to get anything of value back. You want to tell me they're going to just dish him out just to say they got something for him? Fine, I won't argue that. Chris, how many times in the offseason did we say, after how bad and lost 
Delon Batances looked that we said with his stuff, somebody will trade for him and somebody will give this Yankee something to use for him. Absolutely, but that's completely different. How's that different though? Because, because Sonny Gray has shown dominance. And Sonny for, a, Gray, for an extended period of time. And until he got here, Sonny Gray has been a really good pitcher. They're really good, not not dominant. Okay. He's had a high three ERA in his career. Which is really, it's still really it's not good. Dominant. It's still really good. It's not dominant. And you mean, don't mean to tell me some team in a small market somewhere wouldn't say, I'll trade, the Yankees are looking at some bullpen depth. Hey, you know what, I'll give him, I'll give the Yankees I'll give him a for, guy with a 4-5 ERA. I'll give the Yankees this for Sonny Gray because my guy's smarter than uh, sure. my guy's smarter than Larry Rothschild, so I could fix yeah, Sonny Gray. Absolutely, I'll give him. I'll give you a guy with a close to a five ERA. From yeah, the why not six now? Because now you keep escalating the ERA the guy's got four to five. I'll give seven. Him. Why not? Why not bring AJ Cole? Why not find another AJ Cole? Let's do it. Ooh. That's about that's that compares well to Sonny Gray. I'm telling AJ you, AJ Cole that's his wishes value. he had Sonny Gray stuff. That's his value. You could see him traded. You're not going to get anything back. Right. You want to weigh in on this? You want to be the deciding uh, vote? And I'm just looking at his stats throughout the years. I mean, in 2015, he went 14-7 and seven with a 273. 2017, total, he had a 355 ERA. He still, he still has stuff. He's just he's in his own head, I guess. I, I don't know. It, we, so we stuff's know, good, though. He's got good stuff. So we know it's it's not a physical issue with him. Is this guy that mentally fried right now? Or does Maybe. he just not have the guts to pitch for the Yankees? I don't know. And I hate when people say that, but is me that too, what is that what his is, issue I mean, is? I don't buy it, but maybe. I mean, he also had a 5.69 ERA in 2016. He was hurt that year. He, he got a good amount of starts in, though. He, did he? 22. Yeah, so he, he did miss about two months, though, if you factor in how many yeah, starts you get in a month. about two months. Yeah. So we're just going to keep throwing this guy. We're going to let this guy make one start, right? In Baltimore, what if he goes out there and he pitches seven and two thirds of one run ball? Does that earn him another start now? No, not my opinion. Not my opinion. But I now, think, how do you take him out of the rotation if I he pitches honest? well? Can I be honest? What? I think the Yankees have their minds made up. I think Sonny Gray can go out there and practically throw a no hitter against Baltimore, and the Yankees' plans do not include Sonny Gray in the rotation after the All Star break. So we know he's not getting released. We were just told that by somebody that has knowledge of the ball club. He's not being sent to AAA. No. So you have to trade him. Yeah. Or stick him in the bullpen. Okay. You're going to trade him then. And what, what value does he have to this team in the bullpen? Zero. Why would you ever want him coming out of the bullpen? And why would, and, he, and if you're going to tell me it's to come in and pitch games where your starter gets taken out in the second inning, so what? So he can come out and get taken out after two innings too? I mean, and then what? He's a dead roster spot? If you keep Sonny Gray on this team to be a bullpen guy, to be your long man, it's that you hope something clicks with him in that role that you can start him again. I Like I said, my in my opinion, the Yankees have their minds made up. He will not be part of this club after the All-Star break. Maybe. I really, I truly believe that, and I only believe that because of the way Aaron Boone handled the press. He didn't throw Sonny under the bus. He never will. But it were, it was his answers, the way he answered the questions. He was very careful to to say that it doesn't look like his job is safe. Last two things I want to touch on with Sonny before we move on to the next two wins that they had in Toronto. Aaron Boone is unjustly getting killed for continuing to throw this guy out there. It's not his fault. He's got to pitch the guys that are on his roster. A manager has players given to him, and he has to make the most out of those players. What more do you want a guy to do with a guy who is here to be a starting pitcher? You're going to throw him out there every five days. That's it, plain and simple. He's not. He's probably been told, I'm not giving you Justice Sheffield. Now we learn that Jonathan Loisic is going on the DL. He's got shoulder inflammation or whatever. He's going to see the team doctor on Monday. So that's out of the equation. Is Luis Sessa, and when he says best option at this moment, is Luis Sessa really a better option than Sonny Gray? No. So no. Sonny Gray stays in the rotation. If they can't find out what to do with him, yeah. I mean, 
Like you just said, Boone doesn't have any better options. He just doesn't. Cashman has to give him those better options. So, it's not, to me, personally, it's not Aaron Boone's fault. It's, if you want to, and I don't want to kill Brian Cashman, but if anybody's going to get the blame for this, hey, Cashman, Cashman's got to give Boone better options. Right. Right. And you're not going to kill Cashman over it right now because we know they're trying to give Boone better options. It just hasn't happened yet. Boy, but you I, can't kill Boone for throwing him out there. I'll tell you, yesterday was a really telling day for guys the Yankees might trade for because Hap got rocked and then Hamels gave up seven runs in two-thirds of an inning. So, And now the Yankees are supposedly talking to the Nationals. So, For Gio Gonzalez, I bet. Maybe. You've always said that. You always have. Why not? I, I, I would. that's the move. I would. Nationals. I think you don't have to give up anything for him. Right? I mean, and here's the last thing I want to say about Sonny Gray. Everybody loves to throw their numbers around and their sabermetricians and blah, blah, blah. And the fans that want to tweet that Sonny Gray's costing the Yankees the division. Do you know what Sonny Gray's war is? I believe you told me it was negative 0.6. Yeah. So that means that wins above replacement. That means a replacement player in his position would... Which means, which basically means Sonny Gray has cost the Yankees half a win this season. Huh. Right. So they wouldn't even lead the division even if he if wasn't a pitcher. So, even if you replaced him with an average starting pitcher, Major League Baseball average starting pitcher, you'd still be a game and a half out. Right. 1.4 games out of the division. So this is because everybody likes to – and we, lo- and we love Joe Rivera, right? He was throwing out that FIP stat or whatever it is. I have zero clue what the hell it means. Right, right. But you want to throw numbers around. You guys want to be these sabermetricians and use these fancy new numbers. Sonny's war, while atrocious, because if you have a negative war, it is atrocious. Atrocious. It still only cost the Yankees, based on this number, half a win. And the only thing I'll say to argue that and play devil's advocate just a bit is it's not just about wins and losses when it comes to Sonny Gray. And I touched on this earlier. It's about how you are how you are using your bullpen now because you don't have a competent starting pitcher to at least give you five innings. I understand that. I'm being a little facetious no, no, no. in my I, argument. Oh, no. I, your argument is 100% legitimate that people have to look at that. I'm saying that's why I don't care if Sonny Gray goes out there and loses the rest of his games, but give me five, six innings. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. You know? Because it has a total spiral down effect. It does. You go two innings today, then now the bullpen's got to do extra work. Right. So, Gio Gonzalez on the year six and five with a three seven six ERA and a one point six WAR. Hey, bring bring Gio. me Gio then. So if you replace Gio with Sonny, that's two wins right there. The Yankees are tied in the division. There you go. All right, look at that. Boom. Little NYY sports I th- talk. Matt, I think I think Stack <laughs> I Ride just found out why the Yankees are talking to the Nationals. Lefty. I think he just found out why he they are talking to the Nationals. Maybe. 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 Oh, man, I got I got a source. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But Madison Bumgarner's coming to <laughs> Uh Giants representative uh was asked by a New York reporter if the uh Yankees would get, have any shot of getting uh Madison Bumgarner. What did he say now? <laughs> His exact words were if they think that they're quote California dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I like that. All right, so let's. Anything else you want to touch on with Sonny? No, man. I look. It's beating a dead horse at this point. I told you my my thoughts on it. I told you where I think the Yankees stand. Uh, I think their mind is made up. All right, so and let's, that's that's let's, it. So we'll move on to yesterday's game. Yanks win seven four. It was an ugly, ugly win. No, eight five. They won eight five. I'm sorry, but it was an ugly win yesterday. We were watching a game at a barbecue. What did it take, like seven hours to play the first three innings? Oh, my God. Hap gave up four runs in the first inning. So he is, his Yankee audition did not go very well. No. Uh, the Sef- Yankees are like, maybe we'll keep him there since we got to play him a few more times. Severino was just searching for it yesterday. Yeah. And he seemed frustrated on the mound yesterday. I've never seen him, at least not this season, act like that where he was just mad and kicking dirt and just yeah, looked like he didn't stuff. have a clue out there yesterday but he still gives you five innings only gives up three runs he's 14 and two it's his 16th consecutive start with allowing three runs or fewer 
what more can you say? I mean, guys aren't going to be perfect. Aces aren't perfect all the time. If that's the worst start I'm going to get at a at a Severino every every six seven starts, fine. When somebody tried to argue with us after the Seattle game that he wasn't consistent enough to be an ace, when you go 16 straight starts without allowing more than three runs, and you have the most starts with one run or fewer allowed in the last two seasons in Major League Baseball, doesn't that spell consistency? And you're allowed to have games like he had yesterday. It's just shocking because he's so good that he threw 70-plus pitches in three innings yesterday. And that slider just was not putting guys away. And they were the Jays were fouling ball after ball after yeah. ball off on him, which you don't see against him. Two things I'm really concerned with uh, coming out of the series, if you really want to nitpick and break it down uh, on a player level instead of the team, which the team won the series, that's all you care about. Uh, Judge and Stanton both seem to be lost right now. I mean... Stanton was on fire, and he has had some, I mean, beyond atrocious at-bats this series. Look, he Judge looked, looks lost. Judge, he had a home run yesterday. Yeah, but I'm talking about just his at-bats in general. He's struck out, what, five times on Friday? Mm-hmm. Or he went 0 for 5 with three strikeouts yeah, on Friday. But he does that, and it's on the road. Yeah, it's fine. I'm just saying in general, they, they both didn't have good series. And you and you really need them to for this offense to be consistent. You need them to be consistent. Stan didn't have a terrible game today. He went two for five. I mean, he did hit into two double plays, but they were both rockets off the bat. So, I mean. I was just more or less talking about his at-bats where he. Yeah, the game, the game really turned Friday night. And we need to bring this up. We have to. Because we've had his back all year long. And then we didn't, but we then we have his back again. <laughs> the dude, he's the dude's been playing like the MVP recently. Yes, he's been he hitting been. over three hundred. He has been he's spitting out the stats until you want to vomit. But that game really turned. And I was it the fifth inning, maybe yeah, it was it earlier was the, than that. It was when he had the bases loaded, and he had a three zero count after I. Wasn't a run just walked Hicks in before walk, him? I believe Hicks was walked in. And Hicks then, was walked in, I think. And then he gets up, and he has a 3-0 count, and you're going, here you go. I mean, you're about to get walked. And then he not only swings at two balls in a row, but he strikes out just looking completely yeah, it was the fifth lost. Completely lost. He chases... 3-0, then he chases 3-1, and then a pitch that he should have destroyed, he looks at for strike three. One of the worst at-bats I've ever seen in my life as a fan. And if you think about it, he takes that pitch, it's 5-3 now, and maybe the Yankees can take the lead there, or at least draw a little bit closer. So yeah, you know, Sonny deserves 97% of the blame, but you got to hang some of it on yes. Stanton for that at-bat. I agree. Because it really did turn the game. And then today, you know, your offense looks lost again, but you get a great start out of Herman. The bullpen comes through yet again, and the hero steps up to the plate after Bird is... Uh, he got plunked. He, get, he gets plunked. Did they bunt him over and then pinch run for him? No. Uh, Wade, Wade came, came in, in right to, there. To run and then... Uh, and look, Rye said it too. I mean, Wade is very, very valuable off the bench. Tyler Wade does speed. not ever need to pick up a bat. If he wants to play defense exactly. and run... Didn't I say that? I said Tyler Wade will never not see an at-bat this stint when he's up here. He will, he will be used off the bench as a pinch runner... Defensively fine. Who was the guy in the Royals? The Royals did that in the playoffs. It was just he was the, he was like twenty years old. I'll try finding his name. Didn't swing the bat once the entire postseason. Well, uh, come in and run. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Tori used to do that with Homer Bush. He's always so, always. He would just Homer run. Bush was so fast. He would just run and occasionally play defense. He, I mean, he had some at bats here and there, but he was not there to pick up a right, bat. Right, and that's really Wade's role right now, and I'm fine with that. Terrence Gore, I think, was the guy's name. I'm fine with that. So Saturday's game, we said it was ugly. You know, Severino didn't have it. The Yankees were up. Then the Jays kept clawing back. And then here we go now. How many times did we joke? He's an oblique strain away from going on the DL. 
Because that would be the Hicks thing to do now that he's hot. Leading the slug, leading Major League Baseball in slugging percentage since June 1st. Wow. And what happens? He leaves yesterday's game. Now, it's not that serious. It was cramping. Boone said he could have played today off the bench if they needed him late. Right. But still, you know, your heart skips a beat there for a minute. Now, finally, this guy is kind of living up to his potential, and he leaves the game with an injury. <laughs> but the more concerning injury is the role as Chapman. And I, and I don't think you need to be too concerned with it. I think it's something he's been dealing with all year. It flares up more at certain times. Uh, but this was just the, he said he, that this was the first time he actually felt pain during a game. Right. But I think he'll be okay. And Boone said, uh, if you can read lips during a game, Boone, uh, when he took him out, he said it, it's not worth it. Meaning that maybe if it was a closer runs. game, yeah. he would have let him work through it. If it's it. a one or two run game, maybe. But four runs, you know, not worth risking it. And then you saw today... When the Yankees had the lead, they went to Robertson to, to close out the game. So he tried stayed away from him today. Yeah, because you also have a double header tomorrow. So, I mean, you gotta you gotta split this up now. So maybe you give Chapman the extra rest because you're gonna need him in one of those games tomorrow. Hopefully, you don't. I saw somebody tweet us said that um, if the Yankees lose today, but it gives them a better shot to win tomorrow, I lose today. <laughs> Why do you want to give games away? But then these are the same people who say every game counts, every win matters, you play to win today. I never got the fan mentality of saying, I'd rather lose today if I can win today. No, why don't you try to win today because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow? Right. You can. Your offense could come out and score 11 runs in the first inning of both games tomorrow. The home run reliant New York Yankees, who they only score on home runs. Who are 29 games over 500, by the way. Won today's game by scoring on an RBI ground out. And the game-winning run scored by being put in uh, scoring position on a sack bunt. Right. That's how their two there runs scored today. And, and hey, I know it wasn't the same situation where, you know, Boone was worried about taking judges the, hand, the bat out of judges' hands, but... Because Gardner was up next. I understand that. But what I'm saying is they, they did it. I mean, Boone manufactured that run this time. He's not going to let those opportunities pass again, I don't think. So Hap's pitching to this is, uh, Hap's pitching to a 4.44 ERA. And Hamels, I got to see this after he, he had the implosion. He's got to be up there, too. He's going to be up in the fours now. He's. I bet you... Actually, you know what? Hamels, it says here, he only gave up three earned runs out of the seven. Wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> But his ERA is 4.28. I was just going to say 4.2, I bet. But his his war is 0.8. So he's worth almost a full run, a full win. Full game. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Did you see how the Yankees sent scouts to uh, watch Mike Moustakis? Yes. Yeah. They said that it's only for first base. Yes. Do you think that's a smoke screen that they're really looking at him for third base? And that they're trying to trade Andujar right now. I don't think I'll and say this again. They're not going to come out and say they're looking at him for third base. Possibly. Well, but here before you, you get to the that, only right. word you said wrong there was trying to trade Andujar. I don't think they're trying to trade anyone. Willing, but openly willing. But yeah, I I really believe that. Also, the Yankees did want have interest in Mustakis to play first base in the off season. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. When he was a free agent, no one was signing him. I just feel like maybe it's. But we're here, try to get now rid that you brought that up, let's touch on it. Mustakis has come here to play first base for what? You already have a left-handed. He's a lefty, right, Mustakis? Mm-hmm. You already have a lefty swinging first baseman, right? That's that's why I agree with your point there. I just don't see him coming but here. But what to play about first. Brandon Drury? If we're going <laughs> to trade Miguel yeah. Andujar, and it was very telling today, and you can say I'm making too much out of this, very telling today. That when Wade came in to pinch run for um, Bird, so first base was open, that he brought in Walker to play first base and Wade to play second base and Drury sat his ass on the bench. Very telling in my eyes that he didn't trust Drury in a one-run game to play to defense play first. At, yeah. de- at either position. That's right. very because telling. Because Drury started second base today. Right. Because... Remember, he's not a second base. He's not comfortable at second base. Wade made a great play there in the ninth. Uh, oh, Brandon Drury does not make that no. play. He oh, does I'll not tell make you right play. now. Bro, you you can. F- you, we- and I bet you, even though it didn't skip, that's not a 
that's not an easy play that Walker made on the reception. Definitely. I can make an argument that Drew doesn't make that play at either position. That's a very hard play for a first baseman to make when you aren't sure if you're going right. to have to turn your glove or not. Oh, yeah. It was very low, but it didn't That's worse than dirt. a pick. Yeah, I agree. But I'll say this. I'll sit here and tell you Tyler Wade is never going to be a competent major league hitter. He is a phenomenal fielder. I don't care where you put him. He is a phenomenal fielder. I feel comfortable with him in the field. Oh, I just don't absolutely. ever want to see him pick up a bat. That's no. why he could be a good postseason guy to have on your bench and you throw him in Oh, as a he could definitely be a postseason guy because you're not benching anyone in the postseason. Right. So your bench is really for late inning, right. late inning games. I mean, Small that's ball. it. And look, I put out a tweet today that said fans need to support Sonny Gray while he's on this team. So don't make this out to be me bashing or hating on Brandon Drury. This is purely my reaction to the Messiah complex that we talked about in last episode that fans have for Brandon Drury. Okay, So just look at what the organization and the manager is doing with him. He's not the answer to all their problems. He will... When he gets more at-bats, yeah, he will probably be a good hitter and be a good role player for this team. Right. But it says everything that right there in the bottom of the 10th inning, when he was already in the game, he was the one that uh, Aaron Boone plucked out of the lineup to shore up his defense. Yep. And for Neil Walker, by the way, who everybody wants to see murdered. Right. <laughs> All right, so the only reason why the Yankees were in a position to uh, shore up their defense for a win in the 10th inning is because of Mr. Brett Gardner. Gardy. Gardy had the game-winning knock in the top of the 10th inning, an RBI single, which scored uh, Tyler Wade. And right, and Tyler up, Wade was jacked up, by the way, when he, he scored. He said a bad word. He did say a naughty word. <laughs> it was naughty. You're naughty. So Tyler Wade scored on Brett Gardner's uh, game-winning hit there. Gardy also let off the game with a home run yesterday, so maybe Gardy's bat's picking it up a little bit. Um, and Brett, right off the Brett jet into my driveway, it's the Gardy Report presented to you by We're All Tied Up. Check out We're All Tied Up on Instagram for your custom reads. We're trying to give away a Yankee wreath, but nobody wants to file stack guy Ryan on Twitter. <laughs> Guy's gotta, that guy's got to tweet a little more. Guardy. I got the game one and hit today, guys. <laughs> What's going on, guys? We miss you, man. Long we time, haven't seen you in a while. Long time since I've been on the pod. Do you remember the lost episode from last week when you stopped in? Oh, that, that got lost? That was our best show. Oh, you don't even listen to the pod then. Uh, I'm busy. <laughs> Guardy, first things first, man. We wanted to have you on to wish you a happy anniversary. Last week, I believe it was your 10th anniversary. 10 years, man. Diaz. That's Spanish for 10. That's how long I've been here, guys. 10-year Yankee. Do they teach you Spanish in Holly Hill? Uh, Yeah, that's uh, that's the main language they speak down there in Holly Hill. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I know a little Spanish. Yo hablo espanol. Guardy, you're the elder statesman. 10 years with the ball club. The only Yankee to play in the old Yankee Stadium. Wow. That's pretty awesome. How's that feel, man? It feels great. I mean, you know, I, I work really hard, you know, to, to be here. And, uh, you know, it's great. I mean, it's a great accomplishment. Any Anytime you can play in two different stadiums for the same team, is pretty damn cool, if you ask me. So, we appreciate you getting down here quickly, but Major League Baseball doesn't appreciate your quickness or lack thereof. You were recently fined, Guardy, for violating pace of play rules. And it wasn't $2,000 like you thought. I think it was $3,500. It was was $2,000 for one infraction and then another $1,500 for a different... What the hell was going on, Guardy? Well, Manfred Manfred stole my firework money. You know, I almost... (laughs) There was almost a quiet Fourth of July down there in Holly Hill, but I took uh, I took out thirty five hundred from the kids' college fund and uh, went out and bought some Roman candles, fire sparkers, bang crackers, chrysanthemums, some dynamite. I thought chrysanthemums are flowers. <laughs> Not in Holly Hill. <laughs> now let me ask you this: on a Fourth sparkers. of <laughs> on a Holly Hill Fourth of July, do you ride the tractor and set off the fireworks off Hell the track? Yeah, that's the. First rule, a kid's about to light up a firework. I say, you hop on that John Deere before you do it. <laughs> you hop right on there. Judge, get out of here. Stop stealing my kid's candy. <laughs> so, Guardy, how do you feel now? Game winning hit? 
What's that like? Oh, man, there's nothing better. I mean, I'm, I'm used to being the guy that dumps the Gatorade on everybody, right? Not today. They dumped it on me. But, I, I mean, it wasn't a walk-off, but, you know, it was, it was in the clubhouse, actually. Did they, they do it, or did you have to dump it on yourself? Yeah, I dumped it right on myself. <laughs> All right, Guardy, we'll let you go because we know you got a long, uh, still a long road trip coming up to in, to in Baltimore tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to Baltimore now, and uh, let's, let's take another series, guys. Let's go. Let's go, Yanks. All right, thanks, Guardy. Take it easy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Guardy Report presented to you by We're All Tied Up. Check out our sponsors on Twitter. Uh, not Twitter. They're on Instagram. They, are on they Instagram. need to be on Twitter. It's so much easier to plug them. They need, if they... To get, they need to get with it. They do. They need more social media outlets. They do. And really, I implore everybody, please follow Stack Guy Rye. We are giving away yeah, I'm gonna, four. I'm tweet more, though. You guys are right. I'm, I'm slacking on the tweet. We're going to give away four Aaron Judge collectibles and a We're All Tied Up Yankees wreath once Stack Guy Rye hits 300 followers. He's about 70 away. Come on. We can do this. We can do this. All right. We're going to get to voicemails. Uh, we're going to get to only a few here. The first one I need to preface is from our boy Patrick out in Ireland. Uh, he he sent us this after the game with Boone where people kind of uh, ripped him apart for not pinch hitting Drury for Bird. In this the is tent. from Monday? Yeah, but we got to play it because it's Patrick. All right. All right. I haven't listened to it, but it's pretty pretty lengthy. Hey, fellas. Just calling up about the uh, defeat to the Braves. And as much as I have a banner for Boone, I think his inexperience as a manager was found out last night. But I do believe he'll learn from it. I just think... There's four innings there with runners in scoring positions, and on each occasion he doesn't make any of the players bunt, and the one that stands out is... And I don't like Gordy in the ninth spot. I've always regarded him as a lead-off hitter. And I'm not going to get into too much with the Bird and Jury thing, because it's so obvious why Bird is in and Jury isn't. I think the numbers speak for themselves. And sending lasagna down and bringing coal up instead of Sheffield. I'm not too sure what's going on there. I'd like your thoughts. And on a side note, I'd just like to say, great show. Chris, just wonder, did you pay Christian the fee bucks? <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, and I'm loving these, uh, I'm loving these damn predictions. Yeah, great. Uh, Stuck guy, right? The main man. I'm just wondering, can you ask Gordy to borrow the Brett jet for London next year? Uh, Might even be able to get you on board. Christian, two things for you, bro. Great two. Awesome. Can't wait. And the second point, Roman Reigns, Universal Championship. What's your thoughts? Love the show. Love on the F-bombs. Not too keen on the poopy butts or the dirty feet, Chris. Love you guys. Take care, fellas. Bye. He said Creed 2, by the way. What did he say about he it? Said, he said he's pumped up for it. How could you not be? I haven't seen it. the trailer. Have you seen the trailer yet? Yeah. It's and the first then the first Creed was great. It's amazing. I can't wait for it. Like, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say it on a Yankees podcast. No. I'm not going to say it. Not on the Yankees podcast. In my brain, I'll say it, but not out here to Yankees fans. All right, so we don't really have to touch on. on well, wait there. a second, wait a second here. This guy here, Patrick, who breaks my balls constantly <laughs> about liking wrestling, he knows an awful lot about. Ask me about Roman Reigns becoming the Universal Champion. Now I know neither one of you have any knowledge of what that would actually mean, but Patrick, what a closet wrestling fan! Yeah, he knows way too much. Way too much. And I'll answer this really quickly for him. No, absolutely not. That ship has sailed. That ship sailed three years ago. All right. Let's get to this next one. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks, Patrick. You're the man. Boys, Aaron Boone, great manager. What I want to focus on is the pitcher we need to go to the series. DeGrom clearly kind of bring us to the series if we got him, but not an option. I really think Cole Hamels is the man. Postseason experience with the Rangers. And, I mean, he's just a veteran lefty we need. I don't think J.A. Happ, and even though he had a rough night last night with a few errors from his teammates, but I think he's the man. Thanks, guys. 
Well, it's actually something that we touched on that we didn't even really know about. Only three of those runs were earned for Hamels. Yeah, well, and you know, probably knocked him out early. He probably had to throw a lot more pitches. We're not, than, you know, we're not following every pitch of a Rangers game, but so somebody tweeted that he gave up seven runs in two thirds of an inning. So that's what we went on. And then when I just looked up his ERA, it did say that only three of those runs were earned. It's I, the same thing we talk. I'd say all the time. I would take a flyer on him on the cheap if you're not going to ask me for a bunch of prospects. Because of the Verlander effect, and we don't have to go into right. it again. Right, and and you know what? If Hamels is the guy, and the Yankees feel he's the guy, screw it, let's go. I mean, I'll take him. I just, you know, I couldn't sit here and tell you that he's definitely the answer, but maybe he is. And let's get to this last one here, and then we'll wrap up. What up, Christian? Chris, that guy Rod Scanelli here. Everyone's talking, complaining about the Yankees. Pitching, and rightfully so, but barely anyone has touched on our hitting. Over 29 losses this season, 19 of those losses came when we scored two runs or less. Why I'm bringing this up is because during the playoffs last year, the Yankees lost six games. Out of those six, five were lost when we scored less than two runs. And that's including game seven of the ALCS. Plain and simple, our bats are not giving our pitchers the run support they need. Now, maybe this isn't a talking point or anything new, but I thought it was worth sharing. Cruz! Nice. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's actually it's, a great it's point. It's a great stat. It's a great point. But how am I going to bury an offense that continues out there? They win. They're yeah, winning games. But that, you know what? That wasn't his point. His point wasn't talking about the wins. It was talking. It was breaking down the losses. Mm-hmm. So he's not saying the Yankees have to get up there and start hitting with runners in scoring position more and get away from the home run. He wasn't saying that. He was saying that if you're going to be reliant on the home run, you better score more than two runs that game. Because if you do, your chances of winning are a lot higher. I understand that. But, again, they're dead last in Major League Baseball for the last month plus in Runners, average runners in scoring position, and they're what now 12, 13 games over 500 in that stretch? Yeah. I, again, it's, he wasn't complaining no, about I that. I know that, but it's, and we, and he's a great follower, a great supporter of the show, so I don't want to make it seem like I'm attacking him, but from my perspective, how can you, what's the word? I'm, like, I want to make this sound as intelligently as possible. This team, all they do is win despite the offense. Look, I've said it too. This offense is still not played up to its capabilities this no. year. But they still win games. But I'll I'll say it again. He wasn't focusing on the wins. He's tr- he's breaking down the losses. Everyone wants to break down the wins. And Yankees only win when they hit home runs. They don't hit with runners in scoring position. That's awful. No, they win a lot of frigging games. He's breaking down the losses and he's telling you. Any team is going to lose when... Of have, course. When they score two or less runs. Of course. Unless you're just throwing like a hundred Randy you know Johnsons what? out that there. That stat has a lot to do with the pitching. I mean, it does. When this team supports their pitcher and puts up three, four runs in a game, they're they're going to win. What is, what yeah, is that? That means they've only lost 10 games when they score more than two runs. They, yeah, I think, no, out of their 29 losses. Yeah, yeah, that's what, right. When they score more than two runs, then they've only lost ten friggin' games, and that's just more than two runs. So even if you even if you take nine out of those nineteen games, right? I mean, imagine it, if this team puts up a decent amount. The pitching has been that good. Now, after today's game, because Herman went six and gave up one run, the New York Yankees are thirty and one this year. Thirty wins, one loss. When the starter goes at least six and gives up two or fewer runs, it says a lot. It says a lot, and it so says there, it says there, how great this bullpen is. It really does. So if your your team doesn't score at least three, you're not going to win many ball games. Yeah, but you know what? That means 19 games this team has failed to score more than two runs. That's a lot of games for an offense like this. So imagine when they do click, if they ever do fully click and play to their potential. You know, there's still a lot of baseball left. And this team could still hit that level. I very, It's very likely they do. And when they do, 
They are going to they are going to put a little space between them and the Red Sox. I fully believe that. But I still do think it's going to come down to that last series. I don't think there's any arguing that. I understand what you were saying about the losses. Again, I don't know. Uh, what do you want this team to do? Right. And and here's the last thing I want to say today on this. Everyone's complaining about this team could be better if they would do this. This team is 29 games over 500. I don't think people are really letting that settle in. And the, and they're really comprehending that. Yes, every team can be better. But it's a 162-game season, and you're not going to go out there and be perfect every game. So, yeah, you can nitpick and say this is why this team loses the games they lose. But you know what? That's fine because they win a hell of a lot more than they lose. No, they make it the end-all, be-all that this team doesn't hit with runners in scoring position right now. It's not that big of a deal when your team's 29 games over 500. So stop making it a big deal. You want to, if you want to sit there and talk to us and say, look, here's how this team could be better. They really don't. I mean, they're incredible, but this is how they could be better if they wanted to really evaluate certain things. Fine. But don't sit here and tell me this team is in trouble because they're not hitting with runners in scoring position because they're not. They are the furthest thing from in trouble. And I say it all the time. More likely than not, you're going to get into the postseason and a pitcher's going to walk somebody and then you're going to hit a home run following a walk. Right. As opposed to stringing together hits with runners in scoring position. Right. More likely than not. I agree. All right. So as we do here at the end of any show, it's episode 58. So we got to do our Yankees number stumper trivia. Do you guys have any guesses who's worn 58 in the history of New York Yankees? Hmm. For some reason, I want to say, who's my boy, the Australian? Graham Lloyd. Graham Lloyd. Um, looking at this, uh, Graham Lloyd did not <laughs> wear number 58. Mel Stottlemyre. Also did not wear 58. <laughs> then the, I have no idea. The current pitching coach of oh. the New York Yankees. Did Bubba Crosby ever wear it? Rothschild. Larry Rothschilds wears uh, Rothschild. It's easy for me to say. Uh, no. Bubba Crosby did not wear it. Let me drop some of these names on you. All right, let me hear it. TJ Beam. Oh, my God. Coulter Bean. Don't remember him. He pitched in 05 and 06. I believe he was just a tr- – like a might have been a sidearm and righty. I'm looking at the list now. Uh, Mullins wore Why don't you be quiet? This is my job. Well, hold on. <laughs> I have a question. Wasn't Mullins on a list already? Yeah, but he came up and down a few times. Yeah. So. Awesome. Sorry to snap it. It's and Mullins. And I'm sorry – that I took this from you. <laughs> Hensley Mullins. Uh, Randy Choate. I thought I said Choate. No. It's funny. When I couldn't think of Graham Lloyd's name, I was going to call him Randy Choate for a second. How about Sean Hen? Oh, my God. Uh, Alfonso Soriano in 1999 when he had a couple How many different coffee. numbers did he, he, had did a he couple, have? He had a couple right. up and downs before he stuck. Huh. Uh, I have no idea but I who this is, but I just like his name. Dooley Womack. Never heard of him. And um, how about this guy? We sold him to Japan. Dal Rasner. Wow. And what the a bum. F- the final luminary to wear number 58 <laughs> for New York Yankees, Jeff Carstens. Oh. Jeffrey Eyebrows Carstens. Who had worse eyebrows, him or Greg Bird? It's got to be Carstens. Greg Bird always. We did, a, we did a poll on that, and everyone voted Carstens, I Greg believe. Greg Bird always looks like he's doing the people's eyebrow. <laughs> Like constantly. Uh. All right, so just to wrap up here to give you a schedule of what's about to happen with the NYY Sports Talk podcast as we uh, head into the All-Star break. Uh, Yankees are playing uh, the Cleveland Indians Thursday for a four-game set to wrap up the um, first half of the season. Of course, that means I'm going on with our buddy Munch. Right. So look out for that. The, I think the spot's for 440 as we get closer to the date. I'll tweet out all the information. But then after we do that, Chris and I, I don't know, Stack Guy, right? Are you coming? I don't know. Coming where? To do the pod Thursday. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll be here Thursday. Thursday we'll do the pod to wrap up uh, the Baltimore series and preview the Cleveland series. And then we're doing something special 
kind of necessity, uh, kind of a necessity for scheduling purposes. I'm leaving for vacation Sunday morning, so after um, the game Saturday night, Chris and I are going to be recording late night, probably eleven, eleven thirty in the evening, to do our first half wrap up. Now, normally this would probably be something we would do on Monday. I would, based on uh, the this, the uh, first half ending, but because I'm going to be gone, we got to do it Saturday night, right? So, we are going to release that podcast early Sunday morning so you guys can listen to it before the Yankees 1 o'clock game in Cleveland. So, uh, we haven't decided. 8 or 9 o'clock, it should drop on iTunes and uh, Audio Boom. Yeah, right around then. All right. So, that's... And then we're going to take a break, just like all the ballplayers are. There'll be no pod during the All-Star break. for us. And then we'll be back to do a special... Uh, Sunday afternoon before Sunday night baseball pod because the Yanks are playing the Mets that weekend. They come back and they're playing the Mets uh, in Sunday night baseball. Yeah. So that's the schedule of the NYY Sports Talk podcast uh, through the All-Star break there. So just in case anybody's wondering, that's what we'll be doing. So as we said, Yanks go to Baltimore now for four doubleheader tomorrow. The rotation is CC game one, Sessa game two. Sunny, uh, no, I'm sorry. Tanaka will come off the DL Tuesday, and then Sunny Gray on Wednesday. Mm. Realistically, you would hope that the Two Yankees four. would take three games in this series, but with Sunny Gray pitching, it's no disrespect to him at this point. But you're just not expecting a win. You're just not, and you're I'm not sorry. expecting to sweep a doubleheader, right? So you're going to take two out of four. Could be they, three out of I four. They they, they the could sweep header. the doubleheader though. They with could se- with Sessa. Yeah. yeah, they could. We just said he's not a better option than Sonny Gray, but uh, now he's going to win against <laughs> the same team. You said Sonny was going to lose against in a long term as a long term replacement. He is not a better option, but right now, anyone is pitching better than Sonny Gray. Sorry, plain and simple. So in any four game set against the O's, you would hope they win three. But if you can get out of there with a split, given the scheduling circumstances, I think you take it at this point. Absolutely. All right, so that should put a bow on episode 58, unless either of you guys want to touch on anything. I'm good. Is that guy Rise just shaking his head? I think the Red Sox won. What else is new? <laughs> um, so, thank you for listening to episode 58 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast. Uh, check out the description to this pod for the links to our social media accounts. Go to nyysportstalk.com to, uh, Chris, you say it. Sw- 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 swag up. Glaber Gone t-shirt. I'm telling you, I'm hearing good things that he's going to be back for the Mets series, so you're going to want that T-shirt. Let's do it. And uh, we forgot to mention this. Boone said he's going to send. Uh, it looks like right now Sanchez will start a rehab on the 15th or the 16th, which is Sunday or Monday, leading into the All Star break, and he should be back for the Mets series. Awesome, awesome stuff. So, and no disrespect to Austin Romine, but. Dude's hitting like 100 since Gary Sanchez has mm-hmm. been on the DL. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. All right. Higgy bombs. <laughs> I wanted to bust that Higgy out bomb. so Higgy, bad. Higgy, Higgy, Higgy bombs. What a play! What a play! Granderson made on him yesterday. Oh yeah. my god! And a little bit disappointed that he he's added a single to his three home runs. I now. know. Me too. All right. So thank you for listening to the uh, NYY Sports Talk podcast. It's that guy Rye. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you committing to that? No. All right. I don't commit to anything. Sorry. His commitment issues. I do. I have commitment (laughs) issues of committing. Go Yanks. (laughs) Go Yanks. That's a signature. Chris. I kind of like you. Say goodbye. (laughs) Bye.